about something that I know is very vital in our walk with God, in our, in, 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 in our discipleship life, in the way we relate to God. We cannot do without it. We cannot neglect it. In fact, uh, for us to progress, for us to advance, and fulfill God's purpose in our life, in our generation, we cannot omit what I want to talk about. In fact, there is no option B for it. And every one of us, whether you are young, whether you are old, you've got to, even if you have not started, you've got to learn how to start and engage in what I'm, I'm about to talk about. And my message today is titled, Quiet Time. Quiet time. Quiet time. Some people may not call it quiet time, which is okay. Some people call it alone with God. Some people will call it every day with Jesus. Some people will call it time of encounter. Some people will call it time of devotion. Some people will even say, good morning, Jesus. But in our walk with God, we cannot omit this vital thing in our lives. Whereas we have different gifts in the body of Christ. Some people, they can prophesy. Some people, they have the gift of, of healing. Some people, they are teachers. But what I'm talking about today, quiet time, is what every believer should practice. In fact, did I say practice? should be part of our lives. So I want to look a little bit more into that. So let's read Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. Then I'm going to define what quiet time is. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. It says, but when you pray, you will notice it didn't say if you pray. So we are supposed to be praying, to be in constant communication with God. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door. And pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. That is so powerful. So what is quiet time? I'm going to be bringing out some definition. Quiet time is a deliberate action. Where, look at the things you need to do. You go into your room. You shut the door and you pray to your father. It's like it's an exclusive thing. This is different from when we pray together generally or with two or three people. Quiet time is your alone time that you spend with God. There is a flow of God to you and there is a flow from, from, from you also to God. Quiet time is not a one-way thing. 
quiet time is not about you just talking to God and you did not receive back from God. It's a two-way thing. Did you get that? Okay. Let's read Psalm 27. Don't worry, I will, I will, I will still come back and talk a bit more and define that before I progress. Psalm 27. David said something that was powerful. Please, I want you to go along with me. He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? We sang about that today. In his presence, all our fears are washed away. This guy knew what he was talking about. So when it comes to fear, fear of the unknown, anxiety, he knows where to go. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Can you imagine? This guy was talking about there is somebody who is standing by me and is strong. Of whom shall I be afraid? Please, notice what this guy was saying. When the wicked advance against me, you know we live in a troubled world where there are pressures everywhere. When these wicked people advance against me, and you know he fought so many wars, to devour me. It is my enemy and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besieged me, can you imagine an army running against him? My heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, can you see all these heavy, heavy things? War, uh, wicked people advancing against me, an army besieged me. Even then, I will, become, I will be confident. How many of us can say that? What is the confidence? One thing. <laughs> I ask from the Lord. This only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. I was thinking when people are advancing against me. I was thinking when war breaks out, I should go to, under the bunker. I think that's what I should do. When people want to deform, deform me, and they are sending intercontinental ballistic missiles. What do you do? You go to the basement. You run for your life. You find a safe place. This guy said, there's only one thing I do. Just guessing on the Lord. It appears to me as if this guy had a focus. The first thing to do is to inquire of the Lord. Is to seek him. So what is quiet time? Quiet time is that time we spend beholding God, looking at God, getting confidence from Him, seeing Him as our stronghold, seeing Him as our salvation, seeing Him as our light, even in darkness. Quiet time is the time of communion with Jesus. Quiet time is that time we spend with God in a lonely environment or quiet atmosphere. How many students are here? Let me see you. Whether you are in secondary school, uh, you are in primary school, or you are in the university. 
How many students are here? Let me see your hands up. Let me just see you. Uh, many of us are students. You are preparing for your exams. Can you imagine you are preparing for your exams? And then you took your book and you went to the Andale Center and you sat there and you are reading. Is that what you will do? Quiet time is that time where we shut every other thing away from ourselves and it's between you and God. It's a personal time you spend with God to receive from God. Now, one thing amazes me. When we look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, in Amplified Version, I was, I was so, 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 so happy with this. It says, But when you pray, go into your private room and closing the door, pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you in the open. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, I discovered we have to go and get a reward. Every time you spend with God in the secret place, can you imagine you are spending that time with God in the secret? That's why I always want to do my quiet time. There is an open reward. No secret place, no open reward. Can you imagine you just stay in your closet and God begins to reward you publicly? That is the reason for quiet time. Now, <laughs> there's another thing I want to talk about. I've tried to define quiet time. For me, this is not religion. This is not a law. Please don't be, don't, don't be bound by what I'm about to say. The most important time to do your quiet time is in the morning. And I will give you a reason. I have some biblical reasons. We can pray anytime. Please, I want you to know that. I do that sometimes. I pray in the afternoon, during my lunch break sometimes. When, when I'm at work, because I used to work in the hospital, I would just sometimes go run to the library during my break time and spend time to pray. If I don't have that time, I rush to the toilet. So I, I pray in the morning, afternoon, and evening. But the most important time to do your quiet time it's in the morning. Now, I will give you a reason why I'm saying that. Let's look at uh, Isaiah chapter 50. Don't worry, I'm, 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 I'm going somewhere. Isaiah chapter 50. Verse, is it verse 4? Yes, Isaiah chapter 50 verse 4. The suffering Lord has opened my ears. I have not been rebellious. I have not turned away. Am I in the right scripture? Isaiah 50, verse 4. Did I say verse 4? Sorry. The, the suffering Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue. Quiet time is the place where you get instruction daily. What's the next thing? To know the words that sustains the weary. What does he do? He wakens me morning by morning. 
I even discovered that apart from you wanting to spend some time with God in the morning, God will also do something to wake you up. But sometimes, even when God wakes you up in the morning, do you know what you do? You just turn the other side of the duvet. <laughs> it's happened to all of us. And then you, sometimes you say, oh, what time is it? Oh, don't worry. I'll pray next time. God himself is the one that wakens us. He wakens my ear to listen like one being instructed. That is so powerful. So what do I want to say? Even God is waiting for us in the morning. I will tell you another reason. You see, the people of Israel, God supplied them with, with uh, in Exodus chapter 16. You know, God supplied them with bread, manna, something that looks like cake from heaven. But God told them that when you gather this bread, gather it, so let's, let's read it, Exodus chapter 16, verse 21. Each morning, look at the instruction. Everyone gathered as much as they needed. And when the sun grew hot, it melted away. They were supposed to gather as much as they wanted in the morning. But you know what some of them did? They would gather a lot. As soon as the sun is rising, what happens? It will melt away. Brothers and sisters, why is quiet time so good in the morning? Engage God in the morning before any other thing engages you later on in the day. You've already run into a problem in the afternoon, and that's when you remember to pray. When you should have prayed in the morning, you've communed with God in the morning, and he's giving you instruction, he's giving you the strength, he's giving you the encouragement to deal with what will happen in the afternoon or in the evening. There is this sun that comes, can you see? And when the sun grew out, there is the sun in the afternoon that will always come. There is the pressure, there is the stress that comes to us. Engage God in the morning before the sun comes. And you will find strength to deal with those situations. I don't know how God does it. I don't know. I've just experienced it in my life. Some people say, oh, you're a wonderful pastor. You don't know that I've gone to my closet. There are some things that doesn't make sense to me when I'm even communing with God in the morning. And when I'm dealing with situations in the afternoon, I say, oh, God, this is what you are saying. I will read some Bible passages. People think, oh, I know the Bible very well. I would, the people don't know that I read some Bible passages in the morning. 90% of what I would do throughout that day will come from that verse or from that passage. I don't know how it happens. Because it is God who has waking me up to instruct me. Do we miss quiet time sometimes? Yes, and God will not say, stupid boy, you didn't talk to me this morning. No. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't be religious about it. But what I'm trying to say is go and receive strength. Go and receive grace. Go and receive instruction. Go and receive salvation. Go and receive encouragement. Go and receive favor from God to deal with every other situation that comes before the sun rises up. To melt away your strength. You've already strengthened so that when the sun comes, you've got the strength to deal with all the activities in the day. 
So what is quiet time? Quiet time is the place where we go to get our daily bread. Not monthly bread. You know, sometimes when I, when I read the Bible, it didn't say give us this day our monthly bread. Our weekly bread. You know why God wants us to come to him every day? Because you don't know tomorrow. So he wants you to gather what you need for today. And then come again tomorrow. Psalm 37 verse 5. Why do we need quiet time? It says commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. Quiet time is that time in the morning or in the day where you commit your ways to the Lord. You're saying, God, this is my plan. God, this is my program. The Bible says, many are the plans in a man's heart. Many are the plans in a woman's heart. But the purpose of the Lord will prevail. You say, God, this is what I'm thinking about. God, this is what I want to do. But I commit it to you. Just direct me. And you know what the Bible says? The Bible says, he will do this. Proverbs 3, 5. Let me read that. Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. I'm sure we, we all like this Bible passage. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Prayer time, quiet time, is that time where you have your own understanding. But because you trust in the Lord, you are not leaning on your own understanding. You know why? Your understanding is limited. Go to him who has an unlimited understanding. Prayer time is that time to say, this is my understanding of the situation. In all your ways. Please, you know, sometimes when I read the Bible, I like this. The, the Bible says, in most of your ways. In some of your ways. In all your ways, commit it to God. You know, you know, one of the things I discovered, something happens to me too. We talk to everybody about our problems. The only person we have not mentioned it into is God. He says, make your request. Do you know what that means? It's like, list your request. Make it known unto God. List, list them. Don't omit them. You know, sometimes we are, we are, we are doing the work for God. We say, God, you are too busy. So don't let me bore you. I will only give you two of my problems, and I'll go and talk to my friends and relatives about the other ones. List them. Or acknowledge him, and it will make straight your path. I like that. There's another transition in verse 6 that says, Remember him. Remember him. Proverbs 3. Yeah, yeah. In all your ways, remember him. You know, one of the things I discovered, sometimes God says, Kofu, you've talked to Dami. You've talked to Kelani. You've talked to Richard. You've even talk, spoken to your wife. You forgot me. <laughs> you forgot me. You left me out. You many of you don't remember that God says that. So I woke you up. You forgot me. Then another says, submit to him. In all your ways, submit to him. I like to do that and say, God, this is what I'm going through. 
This is what is happening to me. About the work you have given to me, this is what is happening. So whether it's my family life, whether it's my career, and whether it's the job I'm supposed to do for the kingdom, I just list everything. I, in all your ways. So it's not about yourself alone. It's about the work God has committed into you. It's not about what God has committed to you, even about your own life. Everything that pertains unto you, submit to him. And what did the Bible says? It will make your path straight. Uh, let me give, let me show you an example from, from Jesus. Uh, Mark chapter 1. And then I'll be looking at what initiates the desire for quiet time. Mark chapter 1 from verse 35. Please, let's take this example from Jesus. Verse 35. Very early in the morning. So You see, Jesus, sometimes he prays all night. And that's why I said, it's not about religion. I'm just giving you the reasons why you should pray in the morning. I studied a book about the, tops, the top 100 CEOs in the world, those who have made it. 80% of them, I was, a lot of them are not Christians. Some of them are Christians. 80% of them, they already awake between 4 and 5 in the morning. They don't, switch off, they don't switch on their phone. They don't put on their television. They don't talk to anybody. They go and spend time to meditate. <laughs> so, in fact, they said that 90% of what they would do that day is already finished between 4 and 5. So by the time everybody is waking up, they've already finished their work. I've also read this book. I don't know whether some of us have read it. Is it uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? You've read that. One of the things they mentioned was the time of meditation. Then after that, they go for a walk. They do their exercise. So and I'm saying, you mean all these people, I can also learn from them. Even this is not the Bible. So the Bible says, when it comes to Jesus, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place, a private place, where he prayed. The next verse, 36. Simon, look at what <laughs> all the others were doing. This guy, let me call him Guy, Jesus, he went to commune with God alone. But you see, as soon as he finished, people wanted to engage him. Simon and his companions, so it was not just Simon alone, went to look for him. Brother, do you know that everybody is looking for you? Before everybody starts to look, your manager is looking for you in your workplace. Your wife is looking for you. Your husband is looking for you. Your kids are looking for you. You want to hear the news. Newspaper is, 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 is looking for you. Football is waiting for you. Tennis is waiting for you. You don't know that all these people are looking for you. You alone. There are many things in this world that engages us. I know how I felt when England lost the women uh, work of final. It really pained me. <laughs> and you see, because I support the best team in the world, Asna, they just disappoint me every year. <laughs> it, it pains me. 
So before Arsenal will engage me, can you imagine what is looking for you? You alone, look at the amount of pressures and the stress. And all these people are looking for you. So before you engage those people, look at what Jesus said. And when they found him, let me tell you, they will find you. You will report at work. Some of you are saying, I won't watch us now again. You know, I, I think I am watching them. <laughs> they find me. At the time I said, this year, I'm not even watching us now. But you see, at the beginning of the season, they were performing so well, so I was encouraged. <laughs> they were winning all their games. I was saying, yes, it's our turn this year. In fact, they were nine points ahead. Just five more games to go. They will find me. Can you, you are in a world where you can't hide. They will find you. They exclaimed, everyone is looking for you. Do you see, it's not just one person looking for you. Everyone. But you know what verse 37, Jesus replied. Let us, no, 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 verse 37. Before that, there, there must be a slide before that. Oh, let me go to my. Everyone is looking for you. 37. Oh, Jesus replied, let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. Do you know that it's engagement in preaching? Before he engaged in preaching, it's work. He had already engaged in God. Please, list, check that verse 38. Verse 38. Do you know what were they saying to Jesus in verse 37? Go back to verse 37. His companions went to look for him. And when they found him, they exclaimed, everyone is looking for you here. What was his instruction? No, he's not here. I've already received instruction not to stay here. My next engagement is in another village. It's not everything you need to attend to. During your quiet time, you receive instruction for what to do. Otherwise, if you don't have direction for your life, somebody else will give you his or her own direction. So, I want to, the last 10 minutes, just do a case study. Okay? Just a, a, a case study. Uh, let's look at Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19. <clears throat> Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. So, you can see here that Jesus, his intention was not to stay in that city. He was just passing through. Isn't it? He was on his way. He was on a journey. He didn't plan to settle there and stay there. He was on a journey. A man was there by the name Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was worthy. I like this man. This man had authority because he was not just a tax collector like Matthew. He was a chief tax collector. He had power. He had authority. What's the next thing? He was wealthy. He was also rich. 
He wanted to see who Jesus was. I like that. He made up his mind. You know, the Bible didn't say he wanted to see Jesus. You know, that would have been correct. To say he wanted to see who Jesus was, it was like, I want to, who is this, who is this man? There's something about him that I don't know. I want to really see him. I want to engage with him. I want to touch him. I want to relate with him. You know, a lot of us, we have the desire to be like that. You want to do your quiet time. You want to spend time with God. You are quite eager to spend time with God. You want to know who Jesus is. His power, his glory, his love, his light, his healing. We all desire that. His direction, his leading. This was what this guy was. I thought he had a good heart. But because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. There is a problem here. One, he was short. Two, you know, I saw two barriers. One, he was, he was not a tall guy. So he wanted to see who Jesus was. He couldn't. Why? Because he was short. What's the second thing? There were so many crowds. Should I tell you? I know we want all those things to happen in our lives. Like I said, power, grace, and all those things. There are barriers. Many things are competing with us to engage with Jesus. Do you know some of us, even 1st of January, we made a resolution that this year we engage with you, Jesus. We are in September now. You can go and evaluate your... <laughs> it's not that you didn't desire it. This guy was also in that position. He had barriers. He wanted to see Jesus, but, and it was not his making. Can you imagine if he knew in his mother's womb that he wanted to see Jesus later in life, he would actually tell God, please make me tall. It wasn't his making. And the crowds were there. There was nothing he could do to send the crowd away. I want to say to you, quiet time doesn't happen to us automatically. It's not even by you saying, I want to do it. There are barriers. So what did this man do? So he ran. How can a chief, normally in Israel in those days, a chief, somebody who is powerful, somebody is worthy, they don't run. Brothers and sisters, he engaged another gear beyond gear one and two. So for quiet time to happen, it's not this gear one and gear two level. You've got to do something. So for him, he ran. You know what his purpose was? I must see Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. He ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him. He was doing his quiet time on the tree. Brothers and sisters, if the best place for you to do your quiet time is on the tree, go on the tree. So what am I saying? You've got to readjust your schedule to make quiet time happen. Quiet time does not happen automatically. Alone time with God does not happen accidentally. You've got to readjust soap opera, Netflix. I'm just telling you the truth. Brothers, I've, I've done it too. Football. 
Don't think all those things that are looking for you, engaging you, will compete with your quiet time if you do not deliberately create time and run. You've got to readjust something. Sorry. I'm, 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 I need to tell you because they're my brothers and sisters. I just discovered that. For me, doing my quiet time on the bed, I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> In those days, I used to try it. I would just discover that, ah, I wanted to start praying, and uh, six hours later, <laughs> I just discovered when I said, I'm going to pray at nine or 10, or 11 in the night. And before I knew it, I, I was praying. I, I wanted to, you know, I was eager. I was praying. I just found myself waking up at 6 a.m. <laughs> <coughs> you've got to readjust something. Quiet time to happen, you've got to readjust something. Okay, we, we're talking about uh, this guy. So he climbed onto a tree to see him. When Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus was coming that way. Verse 5. When Jesus reached the spot. Ah, that's what I like. <laughs> Every time you shut your door, Jesus will reach that spot. He knows the spot. If it's on the tree, if it's in your private room, if it's in your car, you know you can do your quiet time in the car. Anywhere that is convenient for you, but make sure it's just between you and God. Jesus stopped. <laughs> he was not planning. Remember, verse 1, he was just passing through. It's when he got to that spot. That's why I know that God would never forsake, neglect, or forget me. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. <laughs> God is waiting. To reward you. To meet with you. So see what Jesus said. When he got to that spot. Which verse am I now? He looked up. And saw him. Zacchaeus. Come down immediately. I'm thinking of staying at your home today. Is that what the Bible says? Must. You know, I told you, when Jesus reached the spot where you are doing your quiet time, he must stay with you. He must communicate with you. No matter how busy he is, that is the time to settle things with God. It's a must. When I discover that, you mean when I spend time with God, God must meet with me. Ah, that's why I like quiet time. I must stay at your home today. Jesus changed his plan. <laughs> he was passing through. He said, today I'm staying in your, uh, your house. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter. He has gone to, the guest, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. Brothers and sisters, did you see how they were condemning him? In the place where Jesus is, Every condemnation, every attack of the enemy disappears. That's where we get strength and confidence. Your manager says something to you. 
My supervisor said something to me one day. Ah, <laughs> oh, it deflated me. Me that I thought I could talk, I could speak. So all, all, all these things you are saying is nonsense. I don't know where you are getting your references. I, I, I'm not even thinking you are going to make it. Ah! Unknowingly, haven't somebody said something to you by accident? People condemn you. People attack you. Just say, I'm, I'm staying with you. I'm staying in your house. Verse 8, but Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here, I, here and now I give up of my possession to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount before I close. Did Jesus tell him to do all those things? You know what I discovered? When Jesus speaks with you, you will, what you felt you couldn't do, Jesus will just help you. Sometimes people might have been speaking to you. There are times when my wife has been saying, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. God will just speak to me in one second. And what my wife has been saying I should do for months, I will just do it immediately. When God speaks to you, you can't deny God. When God speaks to you, it's more than what anybody can say to you. Look at the actions he was taking. He became an evangelist. He became a child of God. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, where you receive strength to do what you ought to do, to be righteous, to be holy, is in the presence of God. Because you love God. So I, there's a response I want us to make, and it's in verse, it's in verse, um, <clears throat> verse 9. If not because of Zacchaeus' quiet time with God, it was because of Zacchaeus' quiet time with God that I knew the purpose why Jesus came on earth. And I'm saying to myself, you mean my quiet time will even help millions of other people? I discovered that. So what did Jesus say? He says, today salvation has come to this house. Let it be said in your quiet time, healing has come to you. Strength has come to you. Grace has come to you. Healing has come to you. Wonders will attend to you. Signs will attend to you. Salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. That's why Jesus came. He didn't just come to save the lost. He came to seek and save the lost. So what is our prayer? And what's the assignment I want to give to us? The assignment is in James, that's the last Bible passage. James chapter, what's it called now? Chapter 5. James chapter 5. Verse 19. My brothers and sisters, so this is for you. If one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, seek. Remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of his way will save them from death and cover a what he did of sin. As we spend time with God in our quiet time, we become like Jesus. He said, I've come to seek and save the lost. And he's saying to you, brothers and sisters, go and bring somebody back and save them. The same commission 
that Jesus practiced is what he's asking us to do. Something beyond ourselves. So what's the prayer point? What's the response? I want you in your quiet time. Oh, this is, it can't be bigger than that. I want you to, to, to um, a, I want you to do a prayer of restoration. This is going to be a prayer. A prayer of restoration for all those we know who once walked with the Lord but have now fallen away. There are some people you know, they used to walk with the Lord. You know, they used to be Christians. They used to come to church. Do not be this church. It may be in America, uh, Mexico, Australia, Nigeria, anywhere, Ghana. But you know, they are no longer working with the Lord. You know what you need to do? By seeking, go to God. Present it to God in prayer. God, I love this person. This person is my friend. This person is my colleague. He's a family member. You said you've come to seek and save the lost. This person knew you before, but is no longer working with you. Please, can you help me? Can you save this person? I want to hear testimonies of, of this in the next two months. Don't orchestrate anything. Just say God in my quiet time. In my communion with you, when I fellowship with you or I pray with you, this person or these people, Please, they knew you before. Bring them back to the fold. And God might lead you to say something to them. God might give you a word for them. Is that okay? Can we all do that? I'm sure we all know. Please, let me just see by, by, by your hands. How many of you, you know someone who used to be a Christian, but they are no longer working with the Lord? Let me see. Let me just see. No, let me see your hands up properly. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's say, God, I want to engage you. I want to engage you. Should we pray together? Worship team. Let's say this song. And then we'll, we'll pray together. I believe God wants to say that, look, you can do it. You are also powerful. You can do it. I want to use you. I want to manifest my glory and my power through you. You can save the lost. You can seek for them. And I just want to see God come through. We'll sing this song probably once or twice, then I'll come back and then we'll pray.